Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. That's me. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. I am Tom Baker. He is Randy Miller, who is the host of the show that we do here on Tuesdays called The Inside Pass. And uh, the guy in the room that you can't see is our producer, and uh, he is Nick Moncher. Hola. Is, Nick is, uh, there he is. You can, he is going to be the phantom voice from nowhere. The multilingual. Uh, we, we only have one, uh, for, for various reasons, we, we only have one camera accessible to us tonight. So um, you're going to get a one-camera shot, so Nick's not going to be on camera. You'll just hear his voice, and that's enough. Um, Nick is uh, the PR director for Venturini Motorsports, uh, who races in the ARCA series. Uh, by his day job, but of course, um, he's on vacation right now, along with the rest of us. Nobody has a day job right yeah. now. It's <laughs> staycation. It's yeah, not staycation. Really a vacation. That's right. Stay homecation. Um, but uh, Nick has been gracious enough to fill in for James Mellick for a bit um, while he uh, is able to do so. And we really appreciate that. We've got a couple of guests coming up tonight. Later, uh, we're going to actually, we're going to bring out uh, Jacob Seelman in a moment. He'll come out after the break. He is, uh, of course, the normal host of this show. Um, but uh, he is uh, social distancing, if you will. So he, he's going to check in with us for a half hour or so um, via the Strutmasters guest line. And then also, uh, later on, we're going to have two guests Dazen Persley, who is a USAC midget racer, one of the top rising USAC midget racers, runs for Keith Coons. He's going to join us a little bit later in the show. And also uh, joining us in the second hour is TSJ Sports racing writer Peter Strada. Peter's going to be on with us for the first time. Peter is a very, very sharp young motorsports journalist and uh, uh, going to be talking with us in the second hour. So, uh, we've got a full show for you. We're going to talk Hall of Fame. We're going to talk about uh, the dirt race last night that was on FS1. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of different things uh, as this show rolls on tonight. We hope you enjoy it. We're looking forward to doing it, and we're going to get it all started right after we take a little break. Motorsports Madness starts in about three minutes. Be right back. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Tom Baker with you, along with Randy Miller and our producer, Nick Moncher. We are seated comfortably inside the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina, in the NASCAR racing beltway, if you would uh, like to call it that. And uh, we're going to be joined now by Jacob Seelman from Speedsport, who normally is sitting in the corner over here, but uh, is instead sitting in the uh, Performance Motorsports Network Southern Studios uh, a little ways from here, properly social distancing. Jacob writes for Speedsport and oversees their Sprint Car Midget. Sounds <laughs> like he's in a magazine. field right now. I was just going to say. Sounds like he's either. Are you harvesting of, crops, Jacob? Yeah, or he's out of breath, one or the other. Uh, welcome to the program, Jacob. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry about that. I moved my micro. Uh, apparently, my microphone was so oversensitive that it was picking up me breathing. So I, I moved well, it slightly so that hopefully that's not as quite a bad an issue, quite well, as bad of an issue. Wow, we're the new well, some things never change. Madness. Yeah, we're much happier <laughs> that it picked up you breathing than not breathing. So exactly, um, that's a, <laughs> that's a fair good, enough. Good point. Okay, so um, we got a few things to chat about here uh, in the next twenty minutes or so, but I want to start with the Hall of Fame uh, class of twenty twenty one nominees were announced. Uh, along with the nominees for the Landmark Award. And now NASCAR has changed the uh, rules a little bit about who gets in or how many get in from each, uh, I'm going to call it division, because that's the easiest way for me to to say it. Yeah. Um, There are two, correct me if I'm wrong, Jacob, two modern 
era drivers that will get in and one pioneer along with the winner of the landmark award is that right that is cor- uh that is correct okay um so uh, i'm gonna throw this to you first but we'll kind of get everybody's input here um the modern era ballot you have neil bonnet jeff burton jr carl edwards harry gant harry hyde larry phillips ricky rudd Kirk Shelmerdine and Mike Stefanik. Uh, for those who don't know who Mike is, Mike is a nine-time NASCAR modified uh, modified Tour Championship winner. Um, and so I'm going to start there. We're, we'll just deal with the modern era first. So of the first of all, do you approve of the choices, the nominees for the modern era, Jacob? Um, yes or no, and why? And who would you choose? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me get up on my soapbox, shall we? You go first. Uh, number one. <laughs> yeah, number one. Because <laughs> you know I'm going to have Num- one. <laughs> uh-huh, number one. No, I'm not okay with this. There are several people I'm not okay with. Dear Such Jeff as. Burton, Mayor Mayor Burton, I love you. No, you're not Hall of Fame worthy yet. I'm sorry. You can You can wait a little while. Dear Junior, love you. Love what you're doing on TV. Not yet. It is stupid that those two, and really, I'll add Carl Edwards to that as well. It is stupid that all three of them are on the ballot right now, because while I believe that one day probably they will all get in, the fact that they're sitting on the ballot now, absolutely not. Not when there's other people that that should be already in the Hall of Fame, let alone, you know, should never have fallen off the ballot before any of those three got at it. Okay. It's like, what are we doing? Hang on. Okay, so you, you picked three out of that group that you don't feel deserve to be yet on the ballot. Yet. Who would yet. you, can you name three that you would like to replace them with if you were in charge? All right, so one who fell completely off the ballot, who never should have fallen off the ballot, period, is John Holman. That was egregious. Well, wait, wouldn't he be a opinion. pioneer, though? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Um, you're right. Hol- Holman would be a pioneer. So we'll get to him in a minute. But um, as far as as far as Wow. I would replace them with. Uh, see, this is what's difficult because the, that line right now between modern era and pioneer is kind of at a weird spot during the early sixties. Um, so it, it, it's kind of weird when you when you sit and consider. Um, Matt, I, now I want to I want to say Matt Kenseth, but Matt's not else. Oh. Well, no, we, we lost him. Yeah, we lost Jacob there. I'm not sure what happened, but something's going on. It sounded like lightning struck somewhere. Yeah, uh, something's going on at the uh, PMN studio there. We'll <laughs> see if he can uh, see if he can get it fixed and call us back. I like where he was going though, because I happen to agree with everything he said up to the point that he we lost him. Oh, he's back. Okay, we'll see if we can bring him back. Uh, Jacob, hello. Are you back now? We were having some uh, noise out of your microphone. You disappeared. I inadvertently disappeared. Apparently, sorry yeah. about that. I was tra- I was trying to start going on a a, a spiel about um, you know wanting to put Matt Kenseth on, but he's not apparently. Yeah, I can't do that. that. Wrong answer. Yeah, try again. Yeah, can't do that quickly. Um, it, it, 
you know, I, I, I see this is where I'm just mad at the whole modern era pioneer designation to begin with. I don't like the way they've changed it. Um, and really, at that point, it makes it difficult to know who to put in, you know, on that modern era side of things, because I think they've they've messed it up enough already that it just kind of it, it now we have to deal with what we're dealing with. And that's why those three are on there when it's not time for them yet. That's See, my two cents. Here's here's my two cents to go along with that on the modern era. I don't think we need to replace him with anybody. You got Neil Bonnet, Harry Gant, Harry Hyde, Larry Phillips, Ricky Rudd, Kirk Shalmadine and Mike Stefanik. I would, I, the first of all, they're only going to choose two. So I think you got a great list right there. You could have taken all three of those guys off. And, and, as, and for anybody who would argue with Junior being taken off, Junior himself said he would be perfectly fine waiting. I want to get some of these older drivers in, and, and I want to get more pioneers in too because I don't like posthumous inductions. And I just fear that we're going to have more and more of this type of thing um, because we've we've um, we've we've decreased the number of people who are going in every year, Randy. What do you say? Well, I mean, first of all, the system is flawed. I mean, we all know that. I mean, yeah. we had a great, we had a, a okay system in the first place, and we should have had more people go in, like you said. But yeah. the with the case of Junior, I, I don't think I personally don't think he should have gone in this year. But it's when you look at it from a TV rating standpoint, you know he's going to go in because you know if he's on, if he's going to make a speech, everybody's going to watch it. So. From the perspective of TV ratings and you know just the popularity of the the Hall of Fame induction ceremony as a whole, I don't think he's not he's not not well, going to go in. We know he's going to go I mean, in. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> but I, I don't think I don't think he should be on the ballot. We all agree that he should be on the ballot, think, but he is. So I don't think it should be. Well, let's make sure we get good TV ratings. I, I know. It's not a popularity. It's contract. not. It it's not. But it's going it to be. It's, I mean. I mean. We all. We all know. I mean, Junior's a shoe in. Rather, he likes it. We like right. it or not. He's going to go in. That's one guy yeah. already gone. I didn't think Tony so. or Jeff should have. Jeff Gordon should have got in on the first right. ballot either, just because there are so many past. But now that they've split everything and they're only taking two, and yeah. then that's one, the, that's the problem. One pioneer things. ballot, and and we'll. I'll get through these real quick. Pioneer ballot. Jake Elder, Red Farmer. Banjo Matthews, Herschel McGriff, and Ralph Moody, no John Holman. And this is where you were having the problem in, in, earlier in the segment. And I agree. Holman and Moody are a couple. You can't put one in without the other. What in the world? Exactly. That, yeah, I, I made that point the other day on, on Twitter that the, the, neither one of them would have been as successful as they were without the other one. So that's my first problem here. My second problem is we're doing this, uh, as they say, bath backwards. Because, uh, let's be real, it should be two pioneers well and one modern era. Hello? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if you're going to do three, I agree. Just just do it that way because you need to get more of the um, pioneers in because, again, you don't want to lose them and have to keep doing these speeches posthumously because, right. you know, it's it's almost like an empty award at that point. And, you know, they it just I don't get it. Um, so, yeah, I, I think John, John Holman should have been on there. Um, we'll talk a little bit when we come back on the other side of the break about who we would pick based on this list and uh, also the landmark award as well. Uh, so we'll we'll hit that on the other side because there are some interesting names for the landmark award. And of course, only one choice for that as well. That's going to be a tough call. So we'll pick it up on the other side. We shall be back with more of Motorsports Madness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu right after this. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke located on Route 1 or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Well, okay then. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. As we continue uh, with uh, this particular show, we'll bring Jacob Seelman back out, our colleague. You're acting from, like he's in a closet or something. Yeah, Jacob is uh, Jacob is is social distancing uh, out in the Lincolnton area somewhere. So uh, we're going to bring him back on the air here and uh, continue to talk Hall of Fame. Uh, the a pioneer ballot we read uh, last segment, Jake Elder, Red Farmer, Banjo Matthews, Herschel McGriff, and Ralph Moody, minus John Holman, his, um, his other half, so to speak, of the Holman-Moody team. Um, and in the Landmark Award, you got Janet Guthrie, the first female to ever compete in a super speedway race, Alvin Hawkins, NASCAR's first flagman, 
Mike Helton, we know who he is, uh, the guy with the mustache, for those of you who can't remember the name, jo- Dr. Joseph Mattioli, the founder of Pocono Raceway, and Ralph Seagraves, the groundbreaking Winston NASCAR partnership executive with R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company. Jacob Seelman, uh, first of all, for the Landmark Award, do you approve of the choices? Absolutely. And I am praising everybody who uh, put votes in for the Landmark Award that they rectified an egregious evil from the 2020 ballot that Janet Guthrie had fallen off of the Landmark uh, Award ballot. Because not only should she be on the ballot, Janet Guthrie is my pick to get this year's Landmark Award, period. End of discussion. She She blazed a trail that many, 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 many female competitors at all levels have attempted to follow, um, you know, going on beyond her. And she was easily, for what she had available to her, the most successful female competitor. In- yeah, she was the best. She's been the best of all of them so far, as far as I'm concerned. Not, I am not, I am not looking at, at stats on that. I am looking at hard nosed work ethic and in, in what she did. And if she had ever been put in a premier ride, I believe she would have won multiple races well that's Uh, not just a race multiple races yeah that's i agree with you that's why i'm looking i look at stats and say well i mean i watched a race like in person uh pocono in 77 she finished uh i think she was eighth in that race but she ran top five top 10 a lot of that race she she really did a great job and you're right she was in basically a middle tier car and was able to do what she did, um, you know, and and uh, and and wasn't never did have a chance at championship type equipment. Randy, I think I'm glad she, they they put her in under the landmark award because it would have taken her forever to get in as a driver. I feel like yeah, that, that's very true. And, and of course, you know, as Jacob said, she paved the way for every female yes. driver that has been in you know any of the NASCAR series since then. So for me, I, when I look at the list, I look at Ralph Seagraves because you look at where NASCAR is right now, and a lot of the, the fans, even younger fans like myself, I still relate to NASCAR as the Winston Cup Series sometimes, you know, when I'm looking at it back at history yep. and things like that. So I don't know where NASCAR would be if we didn't have Winston Cup. So it, to me, it kind of seems like he would be the one person that, that would kind of personify what NASCAR is today, because without Winston, who knows where we would be in the sport. So. I agree. Do you want to weigh in there, Mr. Nick? I completely agree with Randy. Yeah. 100% hands down without Mr. Seagraves, we would not be what we are today. I mean, without that RJR Reynolds, Winston, you know, cup sponsorship, which, you know, numerous people still say Winston cup cars. And, you know, I I think without that, we wouldn't be where we are today. We'd be several rungs down in the ladder still. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, he should get in this year. And I think, like Jacob said, I think Janet should get in, but I think it should be next year. Yeah. Well, interesting. Okay. So let's go around the table. Um, well, in Jacob's case, we'll go to the phone. Uh, modern era ballot, Jacob, which two are you putting in? Mike Stefanik is my headliner for out of the modern era ballot period. He is absolutely the most accomplished driver of, uh, uh, at all levels on the ballot this year, nine championships, seven on the modified tour and two more in the old Bush North. What's now the Arkham Menard series. East. Um, I mean, it, it's a travesty that Mike's not in already. He was a he was truck he made it to the truck series level. Actually, I think one rookie of the year honors in the truck series, and if not for money, probably could have gone higher. Stefanik's my headliner there, and my sec my second one is Kirk Shelmerdine. 
Uh, four-time champion crew chief. I think it's time we need another crew chief in there. Give me Stefanik and Shelmerdine on the modern era ballot. Interesting. Randy, which two? Uh, I would agree with Jacob on, on both of them because the, those are the two I would pick, too. Mm-hmm. It's, they're way, way past going in. So you want, definitely those Nick, two. you want to choose? Well, I'm just going to be a follower here because as through the break there, I was going through all the names and looking at everything, and those are my two picks, hands down. I mean, there's not a question out of that list of who I would pick. There was, you know, Nobody that left me going, uh, no, it was, it was those two guys, mm-hmm. Kurt Schumerdine and sure. Stefanik. See, I'm, I agree with Stefanik, and I'm taking Harry Gant. And the reason why I'm choosing Harry as my second choice is because he won 18 Cup Series races, but he also won a lot of the a lot of races in the lower NASCAR Series as well as he was coming up through the ranks. I'm taking Stefanik and uh, Harry Gant. And, of course, you know, we all avoided <laughs> the obvious we know that we're going to be wrong on one because we all know juniors getting in. right exactly you know that's yeah. that's just going to happen uh, and, and and i'm gonna and i'm gonna say the same thing as i will say in may when it's announced i'm going to be royally royally mad at that because it's absolutely unnecessary and junior himself said that there are a lot more people that need to go in before he's even considered well, you can, here's you, the you problem. You can say what you want, but I mean, if they if they call him and say, "Hey, you're in the Hall of Fame," are you going to go? No, that's okay. You can pass. Yeah, you still got to take it. <laughs> well, yes, and the other thing is, is I I've said they when they started with Tony and with Jeff Gordon first ballot, I understand yeah. they accomplished more than Junior, but it's a slippery slope. They opened Pandora's box, right? You, oh, yeah. You're you're limited by the numbers, total number you're putting in, and it's a slippery slope. You start that, and you're going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And so there you have it. It wouldn't surprise me, honestly, if both Junior and uh, Carl Edwards got yeah. in. Just I, thought maybe, I thought maybe Burton, because I know Burton's real well-respected in the garage area. You know, so again, I know a popularity. lot of people vote for him just... Not necessarily popularity because of what he brought to the table in terms of you know like no. NASCAR going to him for advice and yeah. the, the the things he did behind the scenes, not so much his driving career, but because he's well-respected in the garage area that he would be somebody that everybody would vote for. Okay, Pioneer Ballot, Jake Elder, Red Farmer, Banjo Matthews, Herschel McGriff, Ralph Moody, Jacob Seelman, which one? Um, it, to me, there's no question. Suitcase Jake. Hmm, Really? Absolutely. Interesting. You know, it raised it raised an eyebrow when they finally put him on there. But yeah, suitcase Jake. Okay, um, Randy. I I'm gonna pick Red Farmer because I don't know how anybody at 97 or whatever he is can still race Nobody cars. Nobody knows how old he is. <laughs> there's, 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 I just I, just something about that is like I when I'm 97, I just want to be able to talk and walk, much less be able to drive race cars still. So Nick, same thing. Red Farmer. I I've, agree. I've seen him race. I, I've yeah. sat there and talked to him at the dirt track at Talladega, and I mean. Yeah, it's pretty much out of respect in what he does yeah. and what he continues to do. And he still helps, you know, Tony at Eldora oh, yeah. and all these different places. Yeah, he's on a track throughout killing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he deserves in. to be in. I'm going to tell you why I want Red to go in this year, uh, even though I think Jake's a great pick, because he's still alive and still racing, and I want to hear that speech. Oh, yeah. That would be a That's, heck of a speech. I want to hear we got deprived of Buddy Baker's. Uh, I want to hear Red Farmer give his own speech. So, yes, Red Farmer for me as well. Okay, Landmark Award, Jacob Seelman, Janet Guthrie, Alvin Hawkins, Mike Helton, Dr. Mattioli from Pocono, or Ralph Seagraves. I, I, I'm going to stand I, I stand by Janet. As, as much as I get the Seagraves part, but, but I stand by Janet. Okay, 
I'm going to agree with you. I think Janet should have been in when they started the Hall of Fame. I think they should have put a lot more of the pioneers in at first. And I think Janet should have been one of them, the very first class in the Hall of Fame. Randy? Yeah, I'm still going to stick with Seagraves, too. But I think you can also make a case for uh, for Hawkins, too, because without a flagman, I mean, you know, he pretty much, you know, just in terms of historic <laughs> No his, offense to my flagman figures, friends, but. but. No, I, I mean, I have a lot of flagman <laughs> friends, too, but I'm just saying. Just because right. he was the first. I'm going to go with, I'm just going to go with Seagraves. Considering the other choices, I think, I, I think he waits. I still don't think Nick? the NASCAR would be where it is. Without I'm him. sticking with Seagraves. I mean, with without him and that partnership and what Winston and R.J. Reynolds did for NASCAR, I mean, they became NASCAR for a long time. And you you could see it. You still see it all across the country at short tracks, you know, the red and white walls. From the old Winston era, I mean, they went way beyond just the cup level. They went all the way down to the roots. Yeah, people, still, people in the infield still fly, still fly their Winston yeah. flags. So yeah, here again. Yeah, I, hey, I want, I, I want to go back to Tom's argument for two seconds. I stand by Janet Guthrie partially because of what she did, but also because she's eighty-two years old. She's not getting any younger. That's I right. want to see her get it while she's alive. I agree. Yep. Yeah, and people, boy, people underestimate Janet, too. If you go look at her total career, and even now, if you put her in a sports car and take her to a road course, she's going to move that thing. She's still, she can still drive fast at her age. That's, uh, she's funny. Um, but uh, we'll see how all that works out. Okay, we've got just a couple minutes here uh, with with uh, Jacob, and I hate that we've kind of gotten, um, used up his time, but um uh, quickly, Jacob, your thoughts on last night's uh, race on FS1, the uh, dirt race that we have for the World of Outlaws. Bravo drivers. It was a tremendous show. Only two cautions in either race. Um, as far as the sprint car race, how can you not love seeing Kevin Swindell after what he Agreed. went through at Knoxville Raceway in 2015? Not only A, get back to victory lane. Not only B, get back to victory lane with hand controls. But to do it at the virtual incarnation of the same track that he that his yep. life changed at, yep. that to me was storybook. I loved that. As far as the late model race, for Corey Gordon, somebody I've watched grow up, yep. grown you up with both. at the race yep. to see him perform, that was tremendous. And I think that will change his career or, or you know, at least give the potential to much like Trent Ivey's win a week ago. It's going to let people know who Corey Gordon is. Yeah, we're going to try to get uh, Corey on Weeglap next week. Um, and I think we just uh, lost Jacob. Uh, so we got about 30 seconds left. We're going to uh, have a conversation coming up here with uh, Dason Persley. Uh, and then we're going to be hearing it later on in the program from Peter Strada. So, um, Dason will be coming up right after the break. You don't want to miss that. Stay tuned. We're going to have more of Motorsports Madness presented by My Computer Career, training for a better life as soon as we do a little business and come right back around the corner. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, 
color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness continues. We are broadcasting live on a Thursday night from the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and our producer for the evening, Nick Moncher, all gathered around the studio. And we've got uh, on the Strutmasters.com hotline, we have a young driver that uh, I'm pretty excited to talk to. Dason Persley is quickly making a name for himself uh, in the open wheel ranks and is part of the Keith Coons uh, stable of drivers. Can't do any better than that. Dazen Persley, welcome to Motorsports Madness. We are really happy to have you on. Yeah, how are you guys? We're doing well, thanks. How are things going out where you are? Uh, everything's good. We're not on too much of a lockdown. We kind of still do stuff, but uh, I'm still staying in the house. Well, it's probably not a bad idea. Um, you know, it's uh, life is still pretty tough for a lot of people across the world. This show syndicated worldwide each weekend. So, uh, you know, we, we recognize that uh, there are a lot of sort of varying degrees 
of situations going on right now with uh, the virus. So uh, we, we certainly hope everybody is safe and sound and will continue to follow directions in your area. Uh, Dason, first of all, this is the first time we've had you on the show. So for our audience, can you give us just a minute or two about how you got started in racing and kind of what your career trajectory has been like? Uh, yeah, so uh, my dad started racing, I think, in about uh, 1960s stuff. He started racing modifieds and late models. And then uh, and then he, I think he ran to about 2004, and then he had me, and then he kind of stopped racing there and started raising his family. And then my uncle, which is uh, Alex Decamp, he races, uh, he ran micros and stuff out at Port City Raceway. And then uh, I wanted to race the late model stuff, like my dad and the modified stuff, but then uh, they bought my first micro, I think it was around 2010, maybe. And then I uh, started racing at Port City Raceway. Then I ran, I think it was the now 600 series for about three to four years. And we were able to pick up three championships in that in restricted A-class, which uh, two championships, and uh, A-class, which is uh, one championship. And then uh, last year, we hooked up with Keith Coons Motorsports. And then uh, we're in a good power eye. I think we ran fourth in points. So we had a pretty good year last year, and then uh, this year we're looking to win some races with Keith. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's pretty amazing, I would think, for a young man of just 14, as you are, to um, be a part of a program with the stature that Keith Coons, Curbage, Agajani, and Motorsports has. What's it been like for you to race with Keith and race with uh, some of your teammates as well? Uh, the knowledge that they have is just crazy how much stuff they can tell you on and off the track. Uh, like every time you roll up to the racetrack, they just know everything about the track. They know what to do with the cars, and they know how to work stuff really perfect for a 14-year-old, 15-year-old to understand it and to become a better racer on and off the track. Now, you're from Texas. Um, how much how much racing are you doing anywhere near home in your schedule of uh, Power Eye Lucas Oil National Midget events? Oh, uh, well, I'm actually out of Oklahoma. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't yeah, get those two confused. My bad. I, <laughs> Never, ever get those two confused. <laughs> That's what happens when you read the bio the wrong way. Uh, that's why that's that's the danger of live radio. You can't uh, cover up the mistake. It's the okay, let's of try. Oklahomans, Texans, and Texans. I'm going to well, I'll stand on the same question. How much of your racing is uh, in the Oklahoma area where you can race in front of uh, kind of your hometown crowd? Uh, the power I we were scheduled to come. I think it was, I think the end of March. I would assume, and then it got canceled to move back. But uh, I still learn a lot of micro stuff when I can at Port City Raceway, which is uh, in Texas, Oklahoma, Tulsa area. Uh, I try to run there as much as I can just, just to kind of see everybody and come around back where I'm from. It's, it's interesting to see the progression. Someone so young making uh, moves up to a series like this. It, do you ever find yourself in a situation where you feel like, you know, have you noticed how big the stage is, I guess is what I'm asking, because obviously it, if you're racing for Keith Coons and you're not running well, it's probably not the car. I mean, that's a that's a big uh, stage to be on at your age. And yet you seem to be adapting to it quite normally. Yeah, it's, it's good that you have a lot of teammates that have been in the car because they can really tell you tell you what you're doing wrong and stuff because they have the same same car they got the same setup so they can help you out a lot 
And then when you see your teammate running four or five spots better than you, you know you need to be up there with them, and that that's to the least. So you know you got to push yourself to be better. And every time I put the helmet on, I, I don't really care about the age and stuff. We're all out there racing with each other. So I kind of, you know, throw the throw the age though out the side. But uh, I still have a lot of stuff to progress on, on the track especially. And uh, But Keith has done a really, really good job with that. Now, at 14, your goal, obviously, this year uh, is the Power Eye Rookie of the Year Award. Um, what is your overall goal in the sport? Are you looking to stay on the dirt and progress up into uh, USAC or the World of Outlaws, or are you looking more at uh, kind of a turn to the right, so to speak, and heading over here into NASCAR country? Uh, I really want to try for the NASCAR deal just because that's that's where like the top drivers are, you know. But I really, really want to run dirt stuff, I guess you could say, just like Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson. What they have is, is kind of just really similar to what I want to do. And I want to try a lot of pavement stuff, but uh, I'll drive any car. I really just want to want to race any car I can because every car helps with different cars, driving styles, and everything like that. See, Nick Moncher, uh, there's there's another one you got to keep your eye on. Nick is the PR director for Venturini Motorsports. Just the another Arca year, Dason, and we could uh, maybe see you on the dirt at Springfield or DeCoin in the ARCA car. Oh, that that'll be fun. I I hope that comes around sometime. See, that would be uh, that would be really interesting. So you're you're looking at uh, you're looking at NASCAR as a career. That's that always fascinates me. How you know this this sort of whole dirt to NASCAR transition is developed, and now it's gotten to a point where it almost feels like normal. Almost everybody does it. Well, I mean that's what Toyota's kind of made yeah. with Keith Coons, and then it goes into you know our program Venerini, and then the next program up at KBM. They've made this ladder where they've started in dirt and started in midgets and all this stuff, and have made it to where you go you know asphalt racing if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Now, uh, what drivers have you grown up kind of idolizing or looking up to over the years? Uh, most likely Christopher Bell. He uh, grew up like an hour and thirty minutes away of where I grew up. So uh, it's been pretty fun. I've always watched him race at Port City. He's been down there, uh, I-44, which is out in Oklahoma City. And then last year, I, I got to run a midget as his teammate. Uh, that was pretty cool, and he taught me a lot of things that I needed to know when I was early. And he always pushed me to be better and stuff. Now, you're still in school, but obviously at this point, with everything that's going on with uh, the, the virus, um how have you adjusted to online school uh, and, and having to kind of uh, switch that whole routine around of not having to get up and go to class, but instead having to deal with trying to do everything off of the computer? Yeah, so I actually have done online school for two years now. So okay, when, when well, that works out. Yeah, yeah. when everybody kind of switched to this online, it was, it was easier on me, honestly. And uh, I've I've been kind of used to it already. He was already a lap ahead of the field, right? <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was <laughs> so so the million dollar question, Jason, is of course you know iRacing racing is big right now. Are you an iRacer racer at all? And do you use that technology to help you get better on any of the tracks that you race at with the Power Eye series? Oh yeah, I'm I'm a big iRacer. racer. I got a WR1 Simpsons, which is really big right now. All the NASCAR people are getting them and stuff. And and I was like one of the first ones to have the WR1 Simpsons. So. That's pretty cool to have, and, and we're about to run this the USAC bill in like hour or two, so I've been putting a lot of work today on it. I'm not really big into pavement stuff on iRacing, just haven't got into it, so I've been just running dirt stuff on iRacing. 
There you go. So you see he's a mile ahead of that curve, too. So yeah. he's a lap ahead of everybody. <laughs> well, it's just so. amazing how um, you think about, you know, we, we've we've had such a transition in the motorsports world so quickly from go to the track to go to the television set or go to the computer and watch. Um, and you've got drivers like Dason who are, they have no issue with that, right? Just mm-hmm. let me go and let's, uh, um, it's the guys like Clint Boyer that we have to work on. It's the old school guys that aren't really, you know, used to it. They're like, what is this video game I'm playing here? Be more like Bell, less like Boyer. Well, I don't know. Christopher hasn't done too well in the NASCAR stuff either. So uh, we gotta get uh, we gotta gotta get Christopher going there. But uh, okay, so I want to hit you with a couple of a couple of quick questions here. We like to have fun with our guests a little bit. Cutting into his practice time. Yeah, I USAC thing in a little bit. Well, that's all right. He'll have several more hours to. So, so Jason, if you wreck it out, you can always just blame Race Chaser because we made you get on here instead of practicing for the race. Yeah, so. exactly. Okay, um, okay <laughs> so, we'll take the blame. so if there were a sandwich named after you, what would be on it? Uh, I'm a big ham guy, so ham ham would have to be on a ham and cheese. Um, uh, I kind of like my sandwiches plain, honestly. Oh, see, <laughs> so see he, and I, fun. he and I could go out and have lunch together and order the same exact thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a carnivore, so yeah, ham is my favorite meat, so it's always meat. Okay, so ham and cheese, and that's about it for I, you? I feel like with plain sandwiches, it'd be one of those things where you just like throw the ham and cheese on a plate with the bread and be like, here, make your there, own sandwich. Make your own. <laughs> my sandwich is always <laughs> plain, just you make it yourself. I'm Mine's always my like time. an episode of Chopped. Like, it's going to have all sorts of stuff on it, and <laughs> yes, you're going to be like, what yeah. in the world? Just ham on the ceiling. I'm what? not a condiment world. guy. Okay, uh, let's talk <laughs> pizza. What is on your pizza? Uh... Canadian bacon and sausage, probably. I like those two See? together. That's, so we're, more we're ham. Right on the same page. Yeah, we're, we're both like uh, pork uh, eaters. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Favorite movie? Favorite movie? Um, I like the Fast and Furious movies. You nice. and most other kids your age. That makes perfect sense. Okay. Do you have a particular kind of music? Uh, no, I don't really listen to music. Uh, I have... Even when I'm trying to get in the zone, I don't really listen to music. You're a deprived child. Uh, we need to we need to work on that for you. Okay, all right. A favorite. Uh, what are you binge watching on Netflix or on TV these days? I racing. Uh, <laughs> Besides yeah, I I racing. historical races. <laughs> uh, probably all American. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. I haven't seen that, but all it American looks good. That's different. All American or the Ozark? Yeah, I just started watching Ozark, so. That's okay. That's interesting. So, what do you enjoy doing when you're not i racing or involved in in racing at all? What are your hobbies? What other things do you like to do around Oklahoma? Uh, Oklahoma, you can do about anything you want. Yes, you uh, can. I kind of, yeah, I kind of ride four wheelers, uh, fish, shoot guns, all that Oklahoma stuff. I guess you can say <laughs> all that Oklahoma stuff. Do you follow college football at all? Because you got a pretty well known team there. No, a couple I of them don't. actually. I don't do. I got out of school and then I stopped. I stopped really focusing and watching sports, so I don't really look at all that at all. Oh, that's interesting. Did you ever play sports? Uh, yeah, I played baseball, basketball, football—about all you could play when I was in school. Interesting. And racing just uh, gravitated above them all. Yep, racing is uh, something I really, really enjoy. What do you do to keep in shape? Uh, the Toyota Performance Center. I've been going there uh, out in. North Carolina. Good answer. Ooh. I've, I've been trying to go over there as much as I can. 
see if we can time one of your trips to North Carolina right. We can get you in the studio, and then you'll be on TV with us, too. Yeah, that would be fun. I want to let you guys know. That we'll make sure Coach I Quinn makes it a really hard yeah. day so you can't hold your arms up. If you'll, uh, <laughs> if you'll get with Jacob Seelman and let him know if you're going to be over on a Thursday or a Monday or even a Tuesday, we got shows on all three days we can get you on. So um, all right. we would definitely love to do that quickly in about 20 seconds. Who helps you make all your racing happen? Uh, Mom and Dad, always. Okay, short list. That was a quick 20-second list there. Well, we, Jason, we appreciate uh, you being on the show. We definitely would love to have you in the studio uh, when you get to Carolina sometime soon. So uh, keep us in mind. Uh, thanks for being on. That's Jason Persley. We're going to be back with more Motorsports Madness coming up right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels Levels, new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back. Motorsports Madness continues, and we're going to be talking with um, TSJ sports journalist uh, Peter Strada coming up in just a little while. Looking forward to that. Interesting little tidbit here uh, that I picked up during the break. Rick Ware announcing uh, or saying on a Sirius XM show recently that he figures the shutdown of racing due to the pandemic uh, may cost his teams $600,000 to $800,000 in sponsorship, Randy Miller. That seems about accurate. And that is not chump change, especially to a team like Rick Ware. Yeah, on, the, on the same token of that, I, I saw a tweet earlier today from Adam Stern uh, about the, uh, the iRacing stuff that's going on, the, the Pro Series Invitational. These sponsors that are on these cars are not additional sponsorship money. It's they're, they're, it's free of charge, basically, for a lot of teams. Well, yeah, because, it's like a substitution. Yeah, because the races they're missing right now right. obviously can't, you know, we're, we're running later in the, se- in the season, we hope. Um, so what the teams are doing is giving these these uh, brands the, the free exposure, basically, for the, the racing invitation. Right. So they're not getting any extra money off of this pro invitation. Or at least race. most of them aren't. We, most some of them. Some of them but, you know, uh, may have. Or I mean, obviously, have added additional sponsors like Landon Castle and Blue Emu. Right. Like that, that, that type of a situation, we don't know what the arrangement is. But, yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and again, the uh, we, we haven't really talked about this past weekend's race, and we'll um, get to that in due course in the second hour with Peter Strada. But uh, certainly another successful outing for the NASCAR um, eSports event that uh, has been airing on Fox and Fox Sports 1. And, but uh, that I thought that number, uh, because, again, you, you know, we've talked for weeks about the financial effect of this is going to be, you know, as, as bad or worse than the virus in a lot of ways, not just in our sport, but there's a, a, a glaring example. That's that's six hundred to $800,000 that Rick Ware is not going to get, and they're still going to try to run all the races. So, um, you know, that's going to be a, an interesting situation to see how these lower-tier teams like Rick's deal with the reopening of the NASCAR season whenever that happens. And right now it looks like um, the target is still Charlotte for the 600 at the end of May, but uh, we don't know for sure yet that that's going to happen. We'll be back with more of the show right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. 
rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Okay, welcome back to the show. And we've got uh, Peter Strata going to be joining us in just a few moments here. But uh, we got a short segment, and I want to tell you about two things. First of all, I want to tell you about what could be a good opportunity for you. If you are in a situation where you're looking for a new career, or you just want to change the career that you have, Here's a great option for you. My computer career. My computer career is training for a better life, and my computer career can train you in as little as four months, not even full-time, just a few days a week, either online at one of their seven campuses, to be a specialist in the field of IT, which, by the way, has millions of job openings right now in the U.S. of A. So here's what you do. You go to mycomputercareer.edu. And you take their free career evaluation. And if you decide to pursue your career, as I mentioned, financial aid is available if you qualify, including the GI Bill. And you can, again, as little as four, four days a week, few days a week, online or at one of their seven campuses, you can be ready to go in as little as four months and when you're ready to look for a job and enter the workforce. My Computer Career works with hundreds of employers to place you and get you on your way to a better life. I have been to the Raleigh campus and I have talked with some, some of these students that have gone away, gone out of my computer career into the workforce and uh, they just love the training that they got. These guys are experts and they work with you every step of the way. So look, if you're not good at math or science, it's okay. It is not rocket science. It is my computer career. So if you're looking for a job or you're looking for a new career, or you're thinking about looking for a new career, check them out. It's free. Just take the free career evaluation, and I'm sure classes are going to be starting soon. Mycomputercareer.edu is training for a better life. And I will close this segment with this from Twitterville. Noah Gregson, man, my new beard looks ridiculous. Hope I have you guys a laugh on my snap story. Okay, so uh, Gregson's uh, making fun of his own beard and I looked in the mirror and realized that uh, if we don't get great clips open up pretty to open up pretty quickly here, I'm going to actually have hair. I mean, that's you know that is not a good thing. <laughs> with that, we're going to step aside, and take a break. We'll be back with more of the show right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. 
Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Smooth FM. Oh, uh, welcome back to Motorsports <laughs> Madness presented by mycomputercareer.edu and want to acknowledge uh, strutmasters.com as our official uh, race line sponsor and uh, thank Chip Lofton and his staff. Uh, if you've never uh, looked at strutmasters.com, you should because they can significantly improve your ride both in a car and on a motorcycle. They are the suspension experts. Go check them out, strutmasters.com. And uh, we are going to go to the strutmasters.com race line and welcome for the very first, but not the last time on Motorsports Madness from TSJ Sports, Peter Strada. Peter, welcome to the show. 
Glad to be here. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing really well, and um, I successfully completely misread Dason Persley's bio and and call him from Texas. He was from Oklahoma. I don't need to look at a bio for you. You're attending High Point University just a couple of hours or so north of here in North Carolina. So I do want to know, however, where were you born and raised? Are you a North Carolina native? I am a North Carolina native. Uh, lived in Winston-Salem since 2001, but born in Memphis. Lived there the first couple of years of my life. Oh, okay. Well, I lived in Memphis for four years and then moved here. So, um, and it, quite a culture change, let me tell you. Um, but uh, awesome that uh, you were born and raised in Winston or raised in Winston-Salem. Anyway, uh, there's a pretty cool racetrack there. Yeah, uh, I've been to the Madhouse more times than I can count. I know that place pretty well. Tell us about your background in media here, because I know you're relatively new to our particular part of the profession, but uh, let our audience get to know where you're from or how you started and where they can find your stuff. Uh, Well, TSJ 101 Sports is my first real media gig. I started about three years ago, actually, in 2017, and... I'm currently going to school, majoring in sports media, hoping to just continue in this uh, profession and climb the ladder of racing media. Well, uh, let's talk some NASCAR, because I know that's uh, your sort of main focus. And let's talk about last weekend's um, eSports event that was on Fox and FS1. Um, This has been kind of a fun thing for all of us, I think. And um, as long as we all remember that nobody's being pretentious, it's, it's eSports, it's iRacing, it's not the real thing. Um, but in some ways, I feel like the Bristol iRace kind of resembled the real thing. Peter, what do you say? Well, Bristol is the toughest track there is, or one of the top, toughest ones on the iRacing program. And, yeah, when you have guys who aren't super experienced in the program, you get races that end up like the Food City Showdown did, where there's a lot of wrecks and they have to switch it to single-file restarts midway through the race. William Byron getting a win. I, I feel like that should have happened like almost right off the bat. It just didn't. Right. Um, and good to see William knock that one down finally. But, um, Peter, what, what is your opinion overall of what NASCAR is doing with this? I think it's great. Uh, obviously, uh, it beats what a lot of other sports are doing during this unforeseen off time. Uh, it's great to have some semblance of normalcy on Sundays and cover it on Twitter like it's an actual race and interact with people. It almost feels uh, normal, which is awesome. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I don't know, Randy, it's kind of funny for me to 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 be a part of I I don't necessarily get into the whole sort of lap by lap or whatever kind of thing on Twitter as much as uh you know a lot of the other core media do. Um but it it, it feels it feels funny for for me to watch all the 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 media on Twitter taking it seriously right. and tweeting it as if it were oh, yeah. um, a, a real th- a real event. It's it's kind of fun to see that you can get a lap by lap recount on Twitter of every single yeah. thing that's happening in every single lap as if it were the, the real race. Peter, I want to go back to uh, the the incident, the major incident that happened at Bristol is of course uh, considering with uh, everything that happened with um, Bubba Wallace. 
and what your take is on, on the whole situation because you know obviously Blue Emu decided to pull out their sponsorship after he decided to pull his his the pull the plug on his uh, on his eye racing deal after his uh, you know his war with uh, with Clint Boyer. Where do you stand? Are you, are you on Bubba's side or are you on Blue Emu's side in this whole thing? Honestly, I see both sides, and I what's funny is I was watching Bubba's Twitch stream, and when he, I guess, rage quitted, uh, I was a bit taken aback and confused for a second. And then when I saw the Blue Emu tweets a couple of hours later, I honestly thought it was a joke that someone hacked their account. I did too. Yeah, it was far from it. And boy, uh, I'm sure Bubba is regretting a couple of his actions at the start of that race. What is your two cents on? that whole situation do you feel that blue emu was justified in doing what they did i mean considering that they paid well they may not have paid for the i race they paid for real life sponsorship on the 43 car and expected exposure on that car during the i racing event i think they're somewhat justified but still i hate seeing sponsors pull the plug on teams that desperately need sponsorship Well, and, you know, that comes down, Randy, you and I both have business backgrounds, and that comes down to business. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, there was a lot of back and forth on social media about, well, but it's a game, but it's a game, but it's a game. It's like, well, what it is is a made-for-television event. You know, we can, it doesn't matter what the content is. It's no different if it were a reality show or a comedy show or whatever. It's a made-for-television event, and when you know a sponsor is involved and you pull the plug and take exposure away from that sponsor you know you're 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 responsible it's for an, that it's an invitation only event so if you want to be invited then don't act like the yep. and he wanted to be invited yeah yeah so uh, peter the the hall of fame uh, nominees came out uh, yesterday, and so I, I want to get your take on what you think about the, the mainly the, the mainstream, uh, the, the modern era guys in the bracket. Do you think that Junior should have been a first year nominee? And if he's not, then who would you put in his place? Uh, I'm disagreeing with what someone said earlier in the show, but I would put Junior in first based on the fact that a couple years ago Jeff got in first ballot, Tony got in first See? ballot last year. That's what I said. I think over the next couple of years or so, that'll be the trend. I'm sure Kenseth will get in two years from now, and then a couple of years till Jimmy. So, yes, I would put him in just for the impact overall he's had on the sport. He has, obviously, 26 tough wins, the two Daytona 500s, the, all the most popular driver awards, and he's either won at himself or as an owner seven Xfinity championships. So, when you look at the career, his career as a whole, I'd put him in uh, first round. See, we know he's going to get in, but I think the point that Jacob and, and really most of us or all of us were making is that NASCAR's, NASCAR's uh, system is messed up because there shouldn't be only two spots for a modern era and one spot for a pioneer because there's too many people that need to get in. And my, my whole deal with Junior getting in, I know it's going to happen. And, and I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. What I'm saying is that the more we wait on some of these older drivers and older crew chiefs, et cetera, the more posthumous inductions we're going to have. And that just, to me, takes all the, the, the uh, it, takes, it takes the glory out of it. For If you receive it after you're dead, I'm sorry, but that just takes all the wind right out of the sails, in my opinion. What, do you agree or disagree? 
I agree with you to an extent. We saw this a couple of years ago with Robert Yates, where he was alive to see that he made the Hall of Fame, but unfortunately passed before the induction ceremony. And I think it was Bill Jarrett who gave his yeah. speech for him. So, yeah, that was, I mean, obviously, unfortunate circumstances with him passing away and him being right. sick and everything. But I agree, you got to get some of these older guys who modern day fans may not know as well in first. So, if I, if it were up to me, I'd put two and two in from each list. Yeah, I I think we need more than that personally, but uh, that's for an, an, another uh, show to deep dive into deeper. Uh, by the way, just from Twitter, uh, Kaz Grala tweeting just now uh, yeah, a few minutes ago something cool coming soon. Ooh, he'll be on the show next week. So and he's we'll he's got the Fury this. Race Cars logo. Oh. So this is going to be interesting, and yes, uh, Kaz is on our show next week, so that's going to be fun next Thursday to have Kaz on. Maybe he'll uh, be able to break the news. Back with more in a moment. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. 
A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Hey, Chandler, come on the show. We really would like to talk to you. I think I, I might be able to make that work. Okay. Yeah, you need to get, yeah, the Chandler is just playing hard to get, isn't he? Well, we're just going to wait till he can come up in the studio. Oh, all right. Well, that's okay, too. Yeah. Uh, but we look forward to having uh, Chandler on, part of the Venturini Motorsports lineup of racers and part of the Kyle Busch Motorsports lineup of racers as well. Welcome back to the show. We continue broadcasting from the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina, and on the strutmasters.com hotline is none other than Peter Strada. Um, and uh, glad to have you here, Peter. I want to know from you because you're, I mean, you're in a situation that a lot of other young folks face who are in college and in uh, school for that matter. You're now having to adjust. Are you, t- are you doing anything with your uh, college semester at this point online, or is that just all sort of stopped for you? Uh, so I had four classes this semester, and two of them are still meeting regularly online a couple times a week. So, yeah, I'm on Zoom like every other college student, I guess. How does that change kind of the way you go about things there with uh, having to do it online? I mean, it's certainly less structured, and uh, honestly, in terms of workload and assignments it's more freedom actually in terms of you don't just commit as much time to actually go into class finding parking and everything and you get to do it i guess at your own pace and in the comfort of your own home now are you still on campus up there i know some schools are still allowing some students to live on campus uh no i am not i am back at home in winston-salem oh okay well that's uh i mean you're kind of winston-salem is kind of between uh, here and High Point, if you sort of marked it on a map, uh, you're about right. halfway between here and High Point. So uh, we'll have to, once uh, we are able to do so, uh, of course, our studio is probably more sterile than most people's houses as well as we clean it here. But uh, um, right. we'll uh, have to get you in the studio and, and let you uh, hang out with us for a night. Yeah, I obviously wanted to be there tonight, but unforeseen circumstances change that for sure uh well we'll get you in as soon as we can okay so uh what are you hearing as far as are you hearing anything different than we are in terms of uh, what you expect out of nascar uh regarding their scheduling do you still feel like from what you're hearing from your sources that charlotte is at least somewhat plausible at the moment I think the 600 without fans is what NASCAR is aiming for, but I do find it odd that they haven't outright canceled Martinsville yet, given the state's uh, stay-at-home order. I think they're trying to get that in, maybe without fans, but who knows. I mean, the numbers are certainly looking better than initially projected, both in Virginia and North Carolina, but ultimately it's a government call, not a NASCAR call. For sure. Yeah. Well, there are there are teams there are organizations that are find, that are finding ways around the stay at home orders because I know you know like UFC the WWE they're able to film film shows now uh, that they couldn't before so baseball's looking to get started in, in Arizona so they're 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 coming up with ways to figuring out how to make this all work but I mean we're talking about you know 
two teams playing at a time as opposed to 43 teams and all their people and all of the crew people. And, you know, it's, it's really hard to social distancing in the NASCAR world, so I don't see how that would work without, you know, some sort of CDC guidelines saying everybody has to be tested or whatever the case may be. So it'd be really hard, I think. Right, and you got to think at Martinsville, of all places, there's no social distancing there with how compact the garage area is. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good point. I mean, but that really applies to any NASCAR track, though. That's I true. mean, you can't, especially if you're going to have two or three of the divisions at the same time. You, right. You're just not, you know, I, I, it's just, boy, it is just hard because at some point you just got to do it, right? Yeah. But right. Yeah. you also want to be uh, obviously careful and conscious of what you're doing, but at some point you just got to go do it. Now racing without fans is kind of an interesting concept. I mean, first of all, it sort of flies in the face of, of this is a fan driven sport. I mean, all sports you could say kind of are, but we, especially, I think is, as a sport are, are fan driven and um, it would be so much different. I, I would have to think without the roar of the crowd and all of the buzz that the crowd creates over the course of the race day. I mean, you're, you're, who, uh, who are you? Do- you're doing driver introductions, and there's nobody to cheer. It would be a little anticlimactic. Yeah, but, I mean, to, <laughs> but on the flip side, still doing it for TV. We could I get guess. real racing back, you know, sooner if we do it that way. So I can, oh, I sure. can see both sides of the coin. Well, I'm there, not saying we shouldn't. I just, it would I'm just, just saying be it would feel weird. Totally weird. You yeah. always yeah. take all the unnecessary people in the garage area and just put them in the stand six feet apart. <laughs> Yeah. You sit in A and you sit in G. Right. And you sit in- right. Make all yeah. the noise you can although you're by yourself. Yeah. Just exactly. giant foam fingers, like 20 foot tall. Everybody gets one. It'd be funny. Like Kyle Bush's it's- PR person's out there booing or something because that's what everybody else would do yeah. in that situation. Like, a- I had to make it as real as possible. It's a crazy concept to envision, but um, if that's what it takes to get the sport back going again, then I'm all for it because uh, we we really need to. I mean, you know yourself, Peter, as, as media who goes to the tracks and covers the events, you know, these teams, a lot of the, the, the team members are sitting home not collecting a paycheck right now. That, that can't go on permanently. So hopefully we can get back out. I don't know. I just don't feel like Martinsville's likely. Um, you know, never mind the stay at home in Virginia until June. I just don't feel like even if we kind of don't renew ours here in North Carolina, which ends on April the 30th, um, I don't feel like you can walk in May 1st and go racing that weekend. It just doesn't seem realistic, Peter. Uh, are you hearing anything different? I mean, from what I've heard, everyone's kind of gunning for the 600, yeah. whether that includes, I think, Xfinity also races that weekend, but. Honestly, they get the 600 in on the scheduled day, I believe, May 23rd. That day will be so weird with no Monaco or no Indy 500. Just the 600, which honestly feels kind of blasphemous. Well, yeah, you're right. I hadn't thought of that either. That's a, a, I hadn't kind of pieced that all together. Yeah, we're, the 600 was always dinner. You know, you have breakfast yeah. at Monaco and lunch at Well, Indy you can sleep then... in now. I mean, that's the <laughs> only good thing about it. You can work up, wake all... up until 10 or 11. You have a lot of free time so. on your hand in the yeah. morning. Yeah, just go to church and have plenty of time. You can always um, watch last year's Monaco and Indy 500. Well, that's what a yeah, lot of people that do. too. Um, now, what helps, I think, you know, the, sort of an, 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 a side benefit is we'll get Indy later in the year, right. which creates course, another yeah. big weekend, right? Um, but we aren't going to get Monaco at all. Which is a bummer. Which is a bummer. Yeah, um, because that's just, I mean, that's one of the world's most iconic events of any kind. You can just wake up that morning and pretend that Lewis Hamilton won. 
<laughs> I mean, Fair that would have been the likely outcome anyway. So just go on and pretend like you just missed the race. We'll just come and over and spray happened. his balcony with champagne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. yeah, if he just sort of got on social media and went through the whole ritual there, yeah, right. we could do that. Uh, send Lee Diffie over there to do a winner's interview right. or whatever. And yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting day for sure uh, if we could get to Charlotte. Um, are, what are your thoughts about the idea of trying to run uh, races midweek and try to do back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back kind of stuff, uh, especially in July when, yeah, okay, we, we kind of will have a month of June to prepare for that, but it's still pretty early in the year after being off for a while. I mean, having fans and drivers been calling for midweek racing for years now, I think this yep. may be a bit of a blessing in disguise, especially during the summer months where – Kids aren't in school. You think families are able to go to races, and the only sport where, where that NASCAR is really competing against is baseball. Well, that's a good point. And really, I mean, at this point, we have no idea what baseball is going to be. In fact, mm-hmm. we think the NFL should be okay, but but we don't know uh, for right. sure what the status is. But baseball certainly is going to have to do some sort of an, an adjustment unless we – just totally open everything back up, which I can't see happening because, you know, you look at New York City, which is one of the hotbeds of baseball, uh, and they're also one of the hotbeds right now for uh, for the for the virus. And I would think they're going to be one of the slowest areas to sort of get fully back up and running. I'd be so, okay if the Yankees didn't play. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, so would I. And if my sister is listening, she's Sorry. gonna send Sorry, me a Yankees nasty fans, message. But- yeah, it's funny. I'm a Met. What my my father was a Mets fan, right. and I'm a Mets fan. My sister had to be the rebel. She's a Yankees fan. Um, she cannot understand why Dad ever became a Mets fan. So we go back and forth all year, and she usually wins out. But go Tigers, know. Rangers for me. You're, oh, you're well, right? Sure, Detroit Tigers. We've for never you been good, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were for a while. You were, you were in a couple of series back in the 70s. Yeah, okay. Like, I remember those, Tom. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you had a period. Okay. So my dad enjoyed it. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, right. Um, I can't even watch. The the Mets are unwatchable. We're, out of, we're usually out of playoff contention by, like, the 1st of June. Um, so, okay, um, getting back to some race talk here, though. Um, baseball's fun and all, but let's, let's go back to motorsports. So, Peter... Um, what do you see coming back here? Um, we obviously did have uh, a fair start to the season. Do you see the teams that were hot before the break? Do you see them being the teams that are hot after the break? Or do you see this being an opportunity maybe for some of the other teams who got off to a bit of a lesser start to have time to kind of get caught up with their data and get ready to, to go challenge for some wins? Well, I think the two teams that got off the best start were obviously Kendrick and Penske winning three of the four races we've run so far. I think the team in trouble is Joe Gibbs Racing. I mean, if you remember Auto Club, Kyle Busch, yeah, he finished second, but he was eight or nine seconds behind Alex Bowman. And the fact that Kyle dominated that race last year and got finished second, nearly 10 seconds behind a Hendrick car this year, I think they're in serious trouble. Whether or not They'll be better. That depends on how much work they got done for the stay-at-home order to get to the yeah. back. 
it'll be interesting for sure to see uh, kind of who catches fire again once we open back up. And I think it matters which track we start with, too. I, I think that's going to play into it, uh, kind of how the schedule is in the first two or three races coming back. OK, we're going to uh, just ask uh, Peter to stand aside for a moment. We'll pick him up on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. The representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu. Also want to say hello to the folks from Victory Custom Trailers out of Michigan. VictoryCustomTrailers.com is their website. Uh, if you need a custom trailer of 
any kind for any application, not just motorsports. Uh, just go to their website, victorycustomtrailers.com. They have about a million and four different uh, trailer uh, designs Did and, you count and them all? for different industries. No, I stopped oh, counting very at seven hundred ninety-five thousand and six. Oh, okay, cool. yeah. Uh, so I, it's it's a close estimate. Just carry the one, but uh, yeah, carry the one. <laughs> but, <I> three. <laughs> yes, Chris Hedinger and his staff do a great job, uh, and you can't get better service. So, uh, VictoryCustomTrailers.com. We will go back to the Strutmasters.com um, phone line and uh, race line and uh, bring out Peter Strada once again. TSJ Sports and Peter, uh, I'm looking at Twitter here now. I it's funny because I'm probably the least social media proficient of anybody who is currently on this uh, show. Facts, yeah, definite facts. Uh, but Martinsville Speedway and Jeff Burton uh, have gone back and forth here about something in reference to uh, giving away a grandfather clock. Um, and I don't know to what this is referring, but it made me think about. When the NASCAR eSports deal goes to Martinsville, if we, if we do, um, do we actually give the winner a real clock or do we give them a virtual clock? Um, and apparently Martinsville Speedway said, and again, I don't know what this is referring to, replica miniature grandfather clock, Jeff. Clay's called 10 times, meaning Clay Campbell. Martinsville Clay's called 10 times telling us we cannot give away an actual grandfather clock. And Jeff Burton's response is so typical of Jeff Burton. He said, just don't tell him. Just don't tell him. <laughs> just don't pretty tell sure him. somebody somewhere would notice a grandfather yeah. clock missing. <laughs> they're, they're pretty large. I've won a few of them over my years. and I mean, they're, they're hard to transport. Can you imagine uh, an eSports race winner getting one of those giant grandfather clocks. They're getting like, a small digital clock now instead. I feel like we'd have a, I feel like we'd have a, a Clint Boyer and Bubba Wallace situation all over again or a, a, a Kyle Larson and Daniel Suarez situation where everybody's going to wreck each other to get a grandfather clock. Give them like an Apple Apple Watch or something. Yeah, I mean, that's kind I mean, of the that'd equivalent. That'd be what, uh, what was it? Wasn't it Noah Gregson that said granddaddy watch or grandfather watch? Yeah, yeah granddaddy watch. After he won. Um, it's a clock, Noah. You can't really wear that on your wrist. Um, Unless you're okay. Flavor Flav. So, Peter, when did you first, uh, did you start, um, did you go to uh, Bowman Gray Stadium first? Is that kind of how you got interested in racing, or how did that all start? Uh, I actually had a bit of an unconventional start in racing. My fandom for racing started by seeing cars as a kid in theaters, and I started watching the real thing not long after. Okay, well, that's not... uh... That, that's not totally unconventional, but it's a funny story, you for know, sure. Whatever gets you into the it sport. Is. Yeah, I mean, I mean whatever know. works, yeah, works. Really. Take it and run with it. And it's a great story. So his first favorite driver was either Lightning McQueen or Daryl Cartrip. He could have liked exactly. the king. <laughs> <laughs> just thought Daryl Cartrip was. That, when well, they, I'm, they first I'm, I'm that curious was, to know if, you, great. if you've seen all three movies now that you've seen the first one. Yes, I have okay. seen all three, and uh, the third one is an underrated movie. I like all the historical references in that one. It was it was cool to see that uh, that series happen because I feel like, unlike some of the other racing theme movies that I've seen, that I feel like kind of embarrassed the sport. I feel like that movie really paid that series paid homage to the sport in a lot of ways. It was very respectful of the sport and and really just sort of kind of paid homage to it in a in an entertaining sort of and way. And he's the first person that didn't say Talladega Nights. 
Yeah, really, exactly. <laughs> Thank God. Gold star for you, Peter. Would have had to have cut him right. off. Um, and, and, okay, so have you been to, how many times have you been to Bowman Grant? Oh, geez. It's uh, got to be at least 30, 40 times. Good, My last okay. time there was when uh, Bobby Labonte ran the modified race. That was fun to see. How did he do? Because I never did hear anything about how he did in the modified up there. Uh, he spun out late. Uh, someone got into him and spun him through the grass, and oh I don't believe he finished. I, I can't, but he had fun, which is what he wanted to do. I can't imagine there was contact in a Bowman Gray race. No, never did a Bowman you? Gray. Yeah, yeah really. That's, that's really odd. Um, unfortunate for Bobby, but uh, it, it seemed like he enjoyed it from what he was saying afterward. Oh, yeah, he did. I talked to him afterwards. He said he loved it and he'd love to be back sometime. I bet he would. Yeah. Uh, for those in our audience who don't know Bowman Gray Stadium, don't follow Bowman Gray Stadium, please look up Bowman Gray Stadium on YouTube and just watch. Watch your nightly news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or when you're a local high school football game, just look at the track there on the field. That's where they That's race. Bowman Gray. Yeah. yeah. It is. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's just something that is completely, it's a one-off from everything else in the sport. Um, and so, again, if you're from Winston-Salem, you must go to Bowman Gray and be a part of that whole thing. But it really is more of a WWE-type setup where drivers become characters. And, you know, if you think about how the fans react at a pro wrestling match, that's pretty much how they react at Bowman Gray to the drivers. Um, I once saw an old lady punch um, one of the Myers, I think it was, I can't remember which of the Myers brothers it was now. It's been so long, but, um, punched one of the Myers brothers right in the stomach in victory lane. He, he I was there for that race. I was actually standing about three feet from that. Okay. So there you go. So I, now we know I'm not telling a tall tale, which do you remember? Which was it Jason or was it uh, Bert? Uh, it was Bert. Yeah. Okay. One. And I think, I think Jason actually finished second right on his bumper. She was mad at him for something. He must have taken out her driver, and boy, she just let him have it. <laughs> you could probably you could YouTube Madhouse uh, and watch some of the old footage from the Madhouse TV show. That was a fantastic on. TV show. It was show. a fantastic TV it show. It was a great Loved TV it. show. And there was another reboot a uh, year or so ago that yep. had some really good footage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just sort of, I see, I think to me, some of that sort of gives people the wrong impression about what the whole sport is, which has always been my, my problem, is they, I don't think people ordinary people distinguish it or there was no sort of um there was nothing about it that where anybody said this is not typical of your saturday night short track um but i mean in its own way it's great and the drivers look whatever goes on there is one thing in the theater but the, the there's a lot of talented drivers who race there every week mm -hmm. and you know if you oh, there certainly are you know and so i i always hasten to point that out because i don't want to imply that i think that it's just a big sideshow and the drivers can't drive they, there are some really talented drivers it's just a different way of doing doing the racing thing and it draws well there's 10 or 15,000 people every saturday night there and um it's just a lot of fun to go there and sit in the crowd and just watch you know, because it really is an entertaining evening for sure. Um, did you grow up having a favorite driver in NASCAR? Uh, my guy for years was Tony Stewart. So to see him going to the Hall of Fame and be there to witness that was certainly special this past January. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to put Tony in a modified at Bowman Gray. That would be fantastic. See, he would, would be. He wouldn't even have to act. 
No, it would just be normal <laughs> Tony. Just normal Tony. I mean, I feel like there's a couple of those guys that would just, you know, fit right in with the bunch. And uh, probably make a call to the police right now, <laughs> just to make sure <laughs> they're the bail on standby. money ready now. <laughs> yeah. Tony would Tony would go in there and cause trouble just to do it. I mean, that would that because he would understand that that was his job was to go be the black hat. He would anticipate that punch from yeah. the little old lady. He would yeah. know it was coming before yeah. the race started. Oh, that was the craziest thing I ever saw. It was like Grandma Dynamite on the Flintstones some years ago. That's all I could think of with this. Like, yeah, yeah, poof, right, right in the stomach. I'm like, wow, this to is. Uh... Whop him in the hip of their purse. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was wondering if that was going to be next, but um, she got kind of removed gently from the the area. They, so they had put some social distance between her and Burt Myers after that, but it was um, it was pretty funny to say the least. Uh, what what about uh, favorite NASCAR race that you've watched or attended so far? Uh, it's got to be a close one between either 2011 Homestead being Tony come back yeah. against all odds in that race alone, or 2016 Sonoma. Just that those last couple of laps, my I'm sure I lost a year or two of life with how <laughs> high my heart rate got because that was certainly uh, tense times. 2016 was interesting at Sonoma because I really didn't think he was going to win that race until he basically put Denny Hamlin in the wall. And then you were like, okay, Denny's not going to be able to catch him, uh, not going to be able to pass him again. It was really, uh, and it was a different side of Tony after it was over too. Um, I think he, he pretty much knew or believed that that was probably going to be his last NASCAR win. And he just really soaked it in and had a good time with it. Uh, 2011 was one of the greatest comebacks I've ever seen in any sport, honestly. He willed that car back from, uh, back from behind and, and was, was able to, to, to clinch the championship in a tie. I mean, that was just, that was one of the most incredible drives I've seen in any, any motor, form of motorsport ever. I can't agree more. Uh, that race recently replayed on TV, and I remember he... Pit, he made a green flag pit stop. He short pitted, went back like 30th, and a caution came out just in the next lap or two, and that's what gave him the win. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was a really, really good race. Uh, I mean, that was one of those those events where you just knew that fireworks were going to happen mm-hmm. somehow. You didn't know who was going to get the break or how it was going to play out, but you just knew that fireworks were going to happen. All right, let's talk about the uh, the media that you write for a little bit because we should really acknowledge uh, TSJ. Talk about TSJ and and uh, kind of your part in it and where people can look you up. Well, TSJ Sports, first of all, TSJ stands for the Sports Junkie, and it's a Sporting news website covering all forms of sports. Uh, it's meant to kind of be a bridge to, for prospective writers to get in the industry of whichever sport. And myself and another writer, Noah Lewis, have really used this as a great stepping stone to reach into the NASCAR realm. Uh, like I said earlier, I've been with it for just over three years, and everything can be found on TSJ101sports.com. Why the 101? What is the significance of that? Uh, great question. That's uh, above my pay grade. <laughs> it's got to replicate like a college class. <laughs> I see. Okay, so this is like kind of like, like the sports, fundamentals of sports. Sports yeah, 101. That's what, that's what okay. I would go with. Well, that, yeah, that would actually be, uh, that would be fairly You can take that answer back to your boss and make sure he approves of that answer. Yeah, make okay. sure the next time we have you on, be prepared to answer the question. Yes. 
Or just lie. Will do, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> or just lie. <laughs> what made you decide to get into media? we got about a minute left. Uh, I just always had a passion for writing growing up through elementary and high school, and obviously I'm a big race fan, so I figured just combine the two. Well, it makes sense, and uh, we we uh, definitely have appreciated having the chance to talk to you, and we're going to uh, obviously have you back some more here as more of a recurring character. I wanted to make sure we spent a good bit of time tonight letting people kind of get to know you and your background and, and what you're all about, and then we can, uh, once we get back uh, into the uh, on-track part of it, then uh, we'll have you on uh, and kind of let you help us on a recurring basis to... Uh, um, you know, give your two cents about what's going on and keep us up to date on everything from the garage area. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on again. Absolutely. Before we let you go real quick, about 30 seconds, where do we find you? Uh, on all social medias, I'm uh, Peter Strata. You spell my last name S-T-R-A-T-T-A. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I'm on everything. Well, thanks for being on. We had a good time with you, Peter. We'll definitely look forward to, uh, I wish you all could see what I'm laughing at. We'll definitely look forward to having you back again. That's Peter Strada. We are going to take a break. We've got one more radio segment, which is our kind of wrap-up segment coming up after this. And then it will be time for TV Overtime, where our TV audience gets us exclusively for about 10 minutes. So uh, we'll be back with more of Motorsports Madness right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. 
For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we could get that close enough. Uh, we may have to have uh, Nick hold that up to the camera for everybody to see what... Uh, oh, it's showing. Is it showing? Okay, well, yeah, see, this is what I'm laughing at. So for those of you on radio, quickly, we have a little 30-second board. It's a little small white board, and it's our 30-second warning, basically. And uh, he, Nick has used his brilliant artistic skills to take the zero <laughs> in the 30 and draw, basically, that's my head, um, and draw, and he put the name Tom in there. Uh, the only thing is, is it's not really accurate, because he he basically turned me into Beaker. Um, <laughs> I was paying homage to your Great Clips comment from the well, beginning yeah, of the show, it, where it, you it, said you needed a haircut. The, well, funny, the other funny thing I noticed is that he actually put your name on your shirt, as if you don't know what your name is. So you <laughs> it's had your name well, I wanted him shirt. to make sure it was him, and not you, Randy. <laughs> Yeah, yes. I, well, in case I forget my name true. in the middle of the show, which it wouldn't surprise me at some point. If we haven't gotten happens, to that part yet. Yeah, it was it, it, pretty funny stuff, though. It's uh, it's great to have um, it's great to have folks in the studio that uh, know how to have a good time. Uh, so those of you on the radio, sorry you couldn't see that, but those of you on TV, there you go. This is how much fun we have in the studio. We uh, basically are set to end the radio portion of the show. Want to thank all of our sponsors, real quick: Strutmasters.com, Victory Custom Trailers. Dot com and also uh, our main sponsor for the show, mycomputercareer.edu, and especially thank you to all the folks at uh, Sports Byline USA for syndicating the show and uh, all the folks from WSIC for hosting the show and all of you listening to the show around the world. Please be safe, everyone. Stay safe and God bless. And we will be back next Thursday. Kaz Grala going to be on the program. TV Overtime's next. Happy Good night. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.